So both Jason and I travel quite a bit for work. I don't travel near as much as I did in the past, but still hitting the road is part of the job. And today we're gonna to talk about what technology, what gadgets we take along with us while we're on the road to kind of make our lives easier. I'm Jason Cipriani, that's Jason Perlow, this is Jason Squared, and we're talking travel tech. Jason, what's one of your favorite things that you take on the road with you? I don't have a favorite, but you know, there are some certain things that are essential if you're going on the road, especially with all the gadgets that we carry nowadays. Um, obviously, my new, my current employer issued me a MacBook Pro, and uh, you know, of course, it's the 2018 model, and that thing charges with USB-C. So, USB-C is kind of now like my basis of like standard uh, for everything that I like to carry, just because of the complexity. You don't want 15 different types of cables to carry with you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, now, of course, um, uh, obviously, I'm an I'm an iPhone user and an Android user, so. Uh, I carry straight through USB charging cables, the one that, you know, that's certified to work on a, on a, on a 100 watt uh, Apple Direct USB-C to USB-C cable, uh, lightning cable, uh, what you call it, a Thunderbolt cable will work with Android phones. Uh, it'll just step itself down. Uh, but of course, with, that, with iPhones, it's a little bit more complicated because you have to have USB-C to, to lightning, right? Uh, if you want to be able to, it's, it's, it's insanity. So now, so now you've got at least two cables, but now of course, if you've got an accessory that's older, that uses, uh, you know, uh, USB micro, you got to have one of those. So you're going to carry a couple of different cables anyway. Um, I happen to like to go with anchor brand just because I think they have a really good quality cable, the power line too. It's got, you know, extra reinforcement on the connections on, on where the bend area is. Right. Um, and they come in a couple of different colors, which is what I like. So uh, you don't want to have like four different white cables in your bag because you're trying to figure out which one is which, you know. And then so if you, so I usually keep a yellow and a red and a white and a black and then at least or an orange or a green, whatever I have. And I know that that particular color is associated with that kind of a connection. It makes it easy to spot inside the bag. And they're about $12, $13 a piece. Got to have your cables, right? Now, of course, I wish there was only one kind of cable. I wish we just had USB-C, the USB-C. That would make life a lot easier, but that's what we got to deal with right at this point. You know, that's a good point. I used to have these little magnetic color wraps that went around my cables, but those things would come off in my bag and it, it would make a mess. I actually, because we receive so many gadgets and phones and other stuff for review, I just kind of borrow cables from that kind of, you know, from the boxes from that. But Getting color-coded cables, actually, I think that's a pretty good life hack right there. Uh, so I also carry um, with me a portable battery. That's kind of like the staple of what goes in you my bag. you got to have a battery. Yeah. And have right now, what's in my bag is the Mophie PowerStation XXL. It's their newest portable. Great product. A little pricey for the money, yeah, but very high-quality product, very reliable product, I've found. It's $70. It has a nice fabric finish to it that I like. I actually test and review uh, battery packs and put them through a whole gamut with gadgets hooked up to them to see how, you know, their kilowatt, or not kilowatt hours, though, that'd be a strong battery pack. Their milliamp hours um, and, you know, how everything stacks up. And, and it's actually one of the most efficient packs I've ever tested. Uh, so, it, you know, $70, you're getting your bang for your buck because you're getting all of the juice out of it that you can possibly get. Um, you know, depending on the situation, has a USB-C port with power delivery, I believe, and uh, has a couple USB-A ports. It's well-rounded, it's very portable, it's well-designed. Um, and, and you know, that being able to charge while I'm on the go, whether it's on the plane or, you know, riding in a taxi to the hotel after I've been on the plane is, is key to me. And um, yeah, so 
portable battery pack. What do you do for power though, Jason, once you get to the hotel? Well, you know, you, here's the thing. So the more modern hotels will have USB-A ports built into some of the desks and some of the light lamps, but they're not high output. You know, they're not like 10 watt ports, the older, you know, two watt ports. So they're not, you're not, if you're, if you're low on juice and then you like, you know, you need to go to a hotel and change and you need to, and you need to juice up. Those are not the best possible ports right. that you can use. They're not bad for overnight usage, but they, they take a long time. Uh, and they certainly don't work great with iPads and things like that. They use 10 or 15 watt, you know, power draws. It just, it'll take, you, your device will draw faster than you can charge with those ports. So um, I happen to like, uh, you know, you, you're going to want at least one good multi-port power brick, right? So um, again, Anchor, Rav Power, uh, Satechi, there's a couple of good ones on Amazon. Generally, you want something that's in the 45 to 70 or 100 watt range uh, with like, I would say, three or four USB-A 10 watt ports. Um, you can also get the, the Quick Charge 3.0 ports on those USB-As. But um, now you, you got ones with the USB PD ports as well. Um, I'd like to, there's a one or two on the market that have multiple USB PDs. Typically I like the blocks that have their own little charging cord at the end because then you can go into an AC receptacle that's tight and then you know, string the power cord out and then put the block on the desk and then and put everything you want. Um, those are good to have for the hotel room or for your office desk or wherever you're going. Uh, but for on the go, if you don't know where you're gonna be, um, I happen to like uh, the small galenium nitride uh, chargers that are in the 30 to the 45 watt range that Anchor, uh, Rath Power make. They've got like five or six different models now, some with single, with single USB PD outputs, some with you know, multiple USB PDs or a USB PD and a USB A. Those are good because they're flat, um, they're low profile, they fit very, very you know, uh, well in the bag. You know, if you've got one of these small bags, like I do, this is one of these Timbuk 2s. You know, it fits really nice in one of the small pockets. It doesn't take up a lot of space. Uh, the other thing I like to have uh, are portable uh, surge suppressors. Now, Trip Light has some good models. Uh, there's a couple of others that I, uh, I saw on the web that are newer. Uh, Belkin uh, has a nice one with three AC adapter uh, connectors and two USBs and a rotating AC connector plug. So like if you're in one of these tight areas where you can't quite get the plug in, like in the back of a bed or something, because some of these older hotel rooms are, are not retrofitted at all. Uh, you know, if you got a place that was built in the 80s or 90s or something, it's not necessarily up to date with all the latest stuff. You know, if you're at like an 80, if you're at a hundred dollar a night place, you're not going to get the same amenities as a 200, 300 dollar a night place. As yeah, you know, I, you know, with expense yeah. accounts and major corporations, they're, they're kind of driving it down as to what we're allowed to stay at. So it's good to have the ability to, to work around some of these issues. You know, I, I pay for my own travel as a freelance writer and I, I have a very tight budget when it comes to travel and I've stayed in some very shady places yeah, yeah. unintentionally not knowing. I just thought, Hey, all right, well, I'll make it work. And I get there. The and free breakfast is usually the, is the, the priority over, over room amenities usually. It's like, yeah, and even know. at that, I don't touch it. <laughs> yeah. So that's interesting. I've never thought of a surge suppressor or protector to take with me when I travel. Uh, but as far as, power goes because we've covered quite a bit international travel i have a little gadget that is like a swiss army knife of uh electric adapters that thing is really cool because the 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 receptacles pop out with the button it's like a little qb thing it's it, it's cool yeah because you never you know I, i've been to europe once i've been to japan once and, you, and i'm not familiar with what kind of charging standards are over no. there, 
or what kind of electrical port standards are over there. And this little thing is a cube, kind of uh, about a Rubik's cube size, and it has little buttons on it. You press, and, and the right kind of connector comes out of the bottom, and it has labels next to it which country uh, you're in or which standard you're using. But and then it has a couple 110 volt normal US yeah. plugs on it, as well as four USB ports. Now it's not the fastest charger, but usually when I'm charging, it's overnight in the hotel room, uh, and I don't need to top off you know, real fast. I, I do have a couple of those anchor chargers you were talking about as well, 45, 60 watt chargers if, I, if I'm in a hurry. But that international adapter, I think it's like 12 bucks on Amazon. And it, it, you know, it, it takes away any pain of, hopefully I brought the right connector depending on what country I'm in. Okay, so we've covered charging our gadgets, which is a huge part of being on the go. What you know do you what kind of, do you know what kind of gadget though that, is, that I've had to make some very special considerations for for charging? What's that? This thing, right? Because, right. because you know, the, the charging cable for this guy, you know, is, is a magnetic circular connector that goes to the back of this, but it pulls right off in a bag. Because if, if, if you've yeah. got stuff moving around and your, your watch is low and you need to charge it, and it takes like a good hour and a half to charge the thing, there's no real fast charge no. solution. There's no USB-C port connector. You can just go zap and it's done, right? You have to have Apple's special charging connector right, which is, which is theirs. You can get third-party charging docks, you know, that use a similar type of connector and it'll work. But honestly, Apple's charging cord is still the best one. Now, what they do have is these little, these little cases that look like AirPod cases, and you put, the, you, you put the, the cable inside it, and then what you can do is you put the watch in the case, and it's secure, and you zip it closed with the, with the, with the, with the, with the cord coming out, and you plug it in, and it, yeah. and it keeps it secure. It keeps it from falling off. So this way it'll, it'll charge good. So you take um, your watch off while you're traveling, throw it in your bag, let it charge up and then yes. keep going. Cool. That's right. Yeah. I've never had to do that. I usually just wait, even if it dies, I just wait till I get back to the hotel room. Uh, that that's good though, but it's also a reason why Apple needs to roll out reverse wireless. Well, oh, yeah. the iPhone 11, right? right? Like Samsung has with the S10 and now the note 10 was reverse or wireless power share, whatever they want to call it, where you could, use your phone as a wireless charging pad to quickly top off your watch. So yes, we need that in the next iPhone. Eliminate having to carry around that magnetic cord uh, with you wherever you go because it is a very specialized connection. And I agree with you, Apple's is the best. You know, watch OS 6 beta launch, you know, back in June. Yeah. It's a third party charger every night in my room to charge my Apple watch. And during the first five betas, I could not use that charger. My watch no. would constantly restart. It would send it into a boot loop as long as it was connected to that charger. And like, what, what special magic are they doing in these charger connectors that, that, that the watch knows the darn difference between an Apple connector and, 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 and no error message on it at all. Right. So it just, all of a sudden it just, it's dinging every 30 to 60 seconds. And I'm going, what the heck's going on? It took me a couple nights to figure out if I moved it to an official charger, it was fine. It was the weirdest thing. So when it comes to Apple watch, yes, stick with an their Apple proprietary watch. cable get it straight from Apple because you never know when a software update is going to break it, which is weird because it's a magnetic charger that connects. It's very odd. It. Very odd. What do you do for listening to music, watching movies, that kind of stuff? So, you know, um, I know a lot of people like, you know, AirPods and, and, and the smaller, the smaller headphones and, and the things that hang down and all that kind of stuff. I'm an old school over the ear guy. So uh, recently, I've started using these great things, the, the, the Surface headphones, which are really nice. Um, they've got some great noise cancellation technology. They fit over the ears really comfortably. 
um, and they completely will knock out like any external noise you can imagine. Really? Which is great on an airplane when you got that, you know, that, that background hum, that engine sound, and then people yeah. talking, whatever. You just want to tune people out and watch a movie in peace. Um, they're great. Um, they were very expensive before. They were over $350 when I think when they originally launched them. Now they're down to $243 on Amazon. So that is a very good buy. That is a good buy. Yeah. I actually use Apple's AirPods. I don't mind the background noise and the hum of a plane. And as a dad of three kids, I honestly don't mind crying babies all that much unless it's like absolute hysterical. So it doesn't get under my skin all that much. So my AirPods are with me because they're light, they're portable, the battery life is usually good enough for my flights. Yeah. I'm in Colorado, so a five or six hour flight is very rare for me. You know, I'm very centrally located. Uh, but when I'm carrying Android, Sometimes I'll use AirPods. Once Samsung launched the Galaxy Buds, I kind of switched to those. How do um, AirPods work on an Android? Um, AirPods work just fine. You know, you don't get the magic of taking the AirPod out and it pauses your music and all of that. Okay. But battery life is still there. There are apps, you can third-party apps you can install that recognize you're uh, connected to an AirPod and it will add some of that magic flavor back in, you know, that Apple magic. Uh, but otherwise, they're just normal Bluetooth that, earbuds and battery okay. life is the same you know there's just little tiny things you can't double tap on it and stuff like that but uh galaxy buds work great with android devices uh once in a while i'll take my beats solo threes i think they're called they have the noise cancellation they have the same w1 chip that the airpods have so you get all that extra stuff uh but that's very rare just because they're so bulky I, you know i'm very minimal when i travel i don't like to carry a ton of stuff with me uh it just my backpack is usually what has my clothes in it as well because I go on overnight trips. I don't make it three or four day trips. So the less I can put in my bag and still get my proper amount of work done and have all the tools I need to do it, the, the better for me. So yeah, AirPods, Galaxy Buds, whatever is compact and lightweight that I could take with me. Now, what's the, how, big, how big is your laptop? Do you have a 13 inch laptop or do you have like a 15 uh, 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 inch laptop? Well, I have a 13 inch MacBook Pro with Touch Bar. It was the first one they launched. Okay. It. It's the absolute worst Apple product I've ever owned. It, it, uh, the touch bar is pointless. I don't even touch the one on mine. Mine's permanently closed sitting on my desk. I don't, I, you know, I don't think I've ever seen the screen on my MacBook. Yeah, it, it, you know, and <laughs> the touch bar is not what Apple said it was going to be. Developers did not adopt it. Like, you know, it, it just, touch ID is the best part of that whole thing. I love being able to log in just by <laughs> Hey, but wait till they get face ID and then I'll be there all on that. <laughs> you got me, man. You got me to say I love Touch ID. Are you happy? There you go. Okay. <laughs> um, so that goes in my bag, but actually, you know, I would say 50% of my trips, I don't even bring that with me. I take my iPad Pro with me. I have a 12.9 inch iPad Pro. I love the 12.9. I actually just sold my, my existing one, my previous one, and I'm waiting on the new model. But the 12.9 for me is the perfect size. Uh, just because it, it, you can do real work on it, you know? Yeah, and, and, yeah. yeah I mean, there, there's one little thing um, in the browser I'm not able to do right now that's kind of put in a cramp in my style, but- uh, Yeah, I know which one you're talking about. That one's a pain in the butt. Yeah, yeah. And, but um, hopefully Apple gets that fixed and I'm able to use that solely as a full laptop replacement. So I'd say 50% of the time iPad goes with me, uh, MacBook stays home. But another thing that's a staple in my bag when I travel is my Nintendo Switch. And I, you know, growing up, I You're gamed. You're a gamer, huh? You like, you like your toys. Oh, well, yes. But growing up, I gamed a lot. Once I had kids, I kind of quit. 
the Switch yeah. is what got me back into gaming because it's so portable and easy to use. So I tinker with that. You know, I, I went to Europe last summer and I played Fortnite with my kids while sitting in an airport in Italy. Uh, and you like that better than your iPhone for for, for playing for playing Fortnite with yeah, another absolutely. game? Absolutely. Uh, I I hate my phone battery draining, and even though we've talked quite a bit about having yeah. batteries and stuff like that, I hate having to always worry about what percentage it's at and trying to do. Well, I have enough to get me to this point to charge and worry about cables and all of that. So I'd rather have a dedicated gaming device. I do wish that there was plenty of upgrades for the Switch. I think what they released this year is just kind of a holdover until we get to a Switch Pro, if you want to call it that, next year. But, but they're yeah. not expensive and they've got a decent game ecosystem, so I can certainly understand the appeal to that. Yeah, yeah 300 bucks. You know, games are you could get some really fun mobile like games for under $5 and entertain yourself for hours. And like cool. if you want to play with your kids, play some Fortnite. that's there too, which we do. Um, what about you? So you have your MacBook pro, you said, work my Kindle, my Kindle Oasis. Yeah. Uh, now it is. A, so there are much cheaper Kindles you can get. Uh, you know, the, what are they at? Like 50 bucks now or something like that for the yeah, basic or something. It, it, that's perfectly fine for most human beings. Um, I happen to like the Oasis. It's so tiny. Uh, I had the first generation of Oasis. I know there's a newer generation. Those are like 400 bucks. But honestly, for to be able to just put the gadgets away that are bleeping and notifying and all that garbage, right? Just to be able to sit down with a nice book, cup of coffee, chill out, at, you know, at your hotel room in bed, you know, turn the light into lights down with a little bit of, you know, incense and some and, and a little bit of the background lighting on, on, on the kindle just read a nice book yeah it's awesome to be able to do that yeah being on the road could be tough sometimes especially being away from family and so having a few moments to kind of zone out and, and escape the grind that it is 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 nice to be able to do um anything else you have in your bag uh you know like i said all the different types of charges i do have a, a cleaning cloth that i keep for my my smartphone because you know as we know with these phones these 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 lenses on these things first of all the you know i have a a, a screen a glass screen protector which is going to get smudgy um i use the alpha glass uh, from OtterBox, although they call it a different pro product now um they have a new 3m corning system that uh, that is better for outdoor uh full bright full, full sunlight for, for for polarization and stuff that's really cool um, but the cameras on the, the, the selfie camera and the sensors here and the back here, they get smudged up a lot, especially where I live in Florida, where we have high humidity environments. You walk out of the air conditioned room and then you go outside suddenly, first of all, not my main glasses go completely, completely fogged, but the iPhone or any other smartphone that I have gets completely fogged too. So you want to make sure that when you're going in and out of environments, right, and you've got to take pictures of food or people, or whatever it is, you want to clean that that lens off, and in a t-shirt is not necessarily the right kind of fiber to use, no. uh, or, or, or dress shirt. You want to use something that's really optimized for cleaning lenses. So I usually keep a fiber cloth with me at all times. Yeah, that's all that I. And a tripod, and a little tripod. Yeah. A little Joby Gorilla. Yeah, one of those things. Yeah, yeah. I I used to take these, but like I said, I try to go minimal now, and I just try to. Yeah, build. they can be big, you know, but. Yeah, the I admit I'm one of the people that cleans stuff with my shirt. I probably shouldn't, but uh, it's just one of those things that I, I've done and, and haven't really thought about picking up a cloth. But that's that's a solid point as well. Jason, we've gone over a bunch of the travel uh, gadgets and accessories that we like to carry. 
Um, you know, there are obviously much more seasoned travelers than me. Now, I used to I used to travel 42 weeks a year when I was at IBM. It was a grueling wow. job, and I needed to have virtually everything with me. But like you now, um, I try to travel light. You know, but we're always kind of traveling. We're always going out during the day, in and out, and we're always going to have to have our electronic stuff with us. Um, hopefully, the battery technology, the next generation of smartphones and tablets improves or at least the, the power draw on these things improve because I, I'm just getting tired of, of carrying around, you know, 20,000, you know, MAH batteries plus, um, you know, just, just to keep my, my, my two or three things charged up um, all the time. And now I'm at the point where I'm, I'm, I'm carrying two smell phones and I'm carrying my Android and my iPhone in my bag at all times, just so that one of them can be charged up at all times, which, which is, which is kind of crazy. But, um, if you, if, if our readers have some interesting accessories, let us know in the comments because I'm always looking for new stuff. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I carry two phones as well. And I, I actually carry an extra SIM card and say, in case something happens to one of my phones, to my main line, I carry a backup AT&T SIM card that's not activated that I'm able to activate, which is totally random, but you know, it's just one of those things I do. Yeah, I, I would love to hear what other people take along with them, any gadgets, any technology that you have with you that you have to you know, have on the road. Like Jason said, we don't travel as much anymore. I used to travel every two weeks or so. Now it's probably once a quarter, maybe a little bit more than that. So thanks again for watching Jason Squared. I'm Jason Cipriani. And I'm Jason Perlo. Have a good day.